to the healing of the planet. I can recycle. <laughs> when we look at the yes I will, deciding what path you're gonna go down, what opportunities you're gonna pursue, what you're gonna spend your time on. Oh, sorry, I just snorted when I laughed. Welcome, Your Majesty, to the Princess Project Podcast. I'm your host, Cassidy Cagney, and I'm an L.A. princess. For what is a princess if not a leader? And what is a leader if not someone who advocates for change? Here to empower, equip, and inspire our future feminine leaders. This kingdom welcomes royals of all kinds, so whether you're a prince or a princess, a king or a queen, or any royal in between, put on your crown and pull up your seat, for the podcast is about to begin. Hello, your majesty. Welcome to the Princess Project Podcast. I'm your host, Cassidy Cagney, and I am an L.A. princess helping you to live your royal life. For those of you returning, thank you so much for finding your way back to the kingdom. I'm so glad you're here. And for those of you who are new, Hello! <laughs> Welcome! You are now officially a princess. First, I'm going to let you in on what I'm doing today. I'm going to not edit this, okay? <laughs> Just because that is what is uh, currently not exactly in my power right now. Um, I, oi, it's been hard. It has been rough to find myself, find my way, and um, find my empowerment in in this. For the beginning of the podcast, I mean, obviously, it's still kind of, it's still very new, right? So pushing it out, we're also really working on a very limited budget and all that. So being able to see you has been a little bit difficult for me. Sometimes I feel like I'm just talking into a void. And you know what? That, uh... <laughs> if you opened a brand new show and did not sell a single ticket the first night and then were waiting around being like, oh, maybe week three I'll have an audience of whatever, how many. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a little uh, weird feeling. And you know what? That's okay. That's part of podcasting. And I'm still finding my way. I need to accept that I'm not yet an expert. I'm not an expert at podcasting yet. I'm an expert in a lot of things. And I'll get into that in a second. But for podcasting, it is a little new to me. It's something I've always wanted to do. And I'm so happy to be doing it. But um, feeling alone is rough, right? And that's part of the Princess Project podcast. Ooh, drive. It's part of the reason for its existence is so that you don't have to feel alone and we can be together. There's not just one king or queen or princess or prince of any one particular place. We are all royalty because we are all deserving of our inner divinity, right? You have natural divinity inside of you because you are a person. And that is your royal power. Stepping into that, having that mind frame, that's just what works for me. And if you're here on the Princess Project podcast, thinking of yourself as royalty can be one of those steps to empowerment. Right now on the pod, 
we are doing something called the princessship pathway. Get it? Like princess and leadership, princess ship. <laughs> so clever, Cassidy. <laughs> I just sounded like that cartoon of the six-year-old who's like a super genius. Do you know what I'm... Anyway. <laughs> oh, Dexter. Dexter's Laboratory. Oh my gosh. He's... <laughs> Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory might be like the devil on my shoulder. I, if Joy from Inside Out... Yeah, I am very much... I very much identify with Joy from Inside Out. If she's going to be my angel on my shoulder, then Dexter is definitely on my left shoulder as my devil speaking to me but that's okay we're friends with everybody we're friends with our angels and our devils and I am getting way off topic here but we are doing something called the princess ship pathway here on the princess project podcast it is a self-development pathway for you to be able to take the leading role in your life story okay You are not a background player in your life story. You're not even a supporting character in your life story. You are the lead. So lead. In the princessship pathway, there are three steps. The first one is empower, and that is the step that we are going to talk about today. The first thing, the first thing that I want to do on this podcast is empower anybody who listens to the pod or interacts or whatever I want you to know that you can, you have the power within you. The literal royal power is inside of you. Historically, kings, queens, princesses, any kind of royalty often was able to rule by something called the divine right. Basically, what that means is that the subjects or the people who lived in said kingdom believed that the royal family, And whoever was born into the royal family was chosen by God. Like their soul was chosen by God to be in that place of power. That is the divine right to rule. Here's the thing though. Now, today, you have the divine right to rule in your heart, in your being. You are divinely worthy to take a leading role in your life. You are divinely created to be able to know what is right for you. You are the perfect person to choose how you want to live your life. What opportunities do you want to pursue? And where does your success lie? Only you can really know the answer to that question. And so you have been divinely given the opportunity to make your own choices, craft your own life. And that is what empowerment is all about. A lot of times, the way that I think about it, empowerment comes in two parts. There's two key factors (laughs) of empowerment, right? Number one is acknowledging the can. I can. You can. I can. I can set my alarm for 4.30 in the morning and I can not click the snooze button. I can design a curriculum for a multiplicity of subjects. I can contribute to the healing of the planet. I can recycle. (laughs) I can change. 
I can work hard. I can create. I can. You are completely capable. And all of the possibilities that are available to, the, to you in the world, you are absolutely, divinely, incredibly, magnificently capable. You can. You have all the options. Everything is available and open to you. And for the I can part of your empowerment, I can do the thing. That's your first step, right? So in order to get to that, to know that you can, let me put you on to something. It is this incredible, magical gift that you inherently have that no one, no one, no one can take away from you. No one can take this one thing away from you. You have it. You as a person, as a being who is living and breathing with your own senses, with your own mind, you have this one thing that can (laughs) give you the I can. Ready for this? Do you know what that one thing is? Do you have a guess? (laughs) You have, regardless of your situation, You have ultimate freedom. Freedom. What does that mean to you? When we say freedom, we can get a lot of mixed messages, right? That is a very loaded word, I understand. But hold on with me here. Especially as feminine presenting folks or people who own a uterus and the whatnot, There's a lot of times when we are told that we don't have freedom. There are restrictions and regulations and expectations that are put on us. However, no matter what those rules, quote, rules say, here's the thing, folks. I know this is going to sound, this is going to (laughs) sound like, duh, But if you think about it more, think about it deeper, this is a revolutionary thought. I know that it was absolutely revolutionary for me growing up. No one is reading your mind. No one can read your mind. Inside your own brain, inside your own body, you have the ultimate freedom to think whatever and however you want. You can craft any plan that you want or need. You can have any opinion that you, that you believe, you know? Whatever is happening inside of you, no one can actually read your mind. And at first you might say, oh yeah, of course. But that feeling of the limelight effect is very prominent for a lot of us feminine presenting folks. I personally grew up in a very small town. It's bigger now because as I was growing up, it was developing more and uh, blah, blah, blah. But while I was growing up, the town was still relatively small. It was not diverse. It was not a diverse place. Everybody knew everybody and my folks were community figures, okay? So everybody in town knew me. I felt like I was constantly under scrutiny. And at the same time, growing up in the age where 
I don't remember a time without the internet, but I certainly remember a time where the internet was less powerful, okay? I always had the feeling growing up of being watched. That is the limelight effect. That belief that everybody is looking at you all of the time, that you have no privacy, and somehow, some way, if you dare to even think differently, someone will know and you will be punished for it. Realizing that ultimate freedom and really embracing the idea that nobody is reading your mind, that's powerful. That is not only a personal freedom, but a personal privacy. Even if you are hooked up to a lie detector, people can beat those. And they don't tell anything exactly. They just have little squiggly lines. (laughs) They don't print out your thoughts on a computer, okay? So even if you're different from the people around you, or even if you're worried about your own opinions versus someone else because you want people to like you, whatever. Inside your mind, you actually have ultimate, complete freedom. That's why there's so many stories about the imagination and fostering the imagination and how if you grow up as an adult and you can, t- and you can keep practice and invest in the imagination that you have when you're a child and not let that go, that can take you so far. And when you accept that you do have divine ultimate freedom and personal privacy within your own mind, you can become a lot more at home in your own mind, more at home in your own body, and that will seep out into your life. I was listening to a different podcast uh, the other day, and they were talking about people pleasers, and I, I am absolutely... Uh, a recovering people pleaser. I would say that I'm not, I think I'm pretty much out of recovery from that at this point. Um, but when you're a people pleaser, the uh, I learned that when you are a people pleaser, other people can't know you very well, right? We know and love and adore specific people because they have opinions, And when you become a people pleaser, you adapt your opinions to whatever other opinions are floating around you at the time, right? So you lose your sense of self that way, and you don't really have the privacy of thought because you believe inside you that you have to go along with whatever else is being presented to you for your safety or so that other people will like you. But in reality, if you don't... If you don't allow yourself the, th- the freedom of thought to form your own opinions, no one will ever know you for who you actually are. And if you do that for long enough, you won't be able to know you for who you actually are. If you do struggle with that, if you do struggle with that like I used to for a very long time, here's a challenge for you. Find one thing, just one thing that you genuinely love. If you have trouble thinking of one, what did you love when you were younger? Did you love to draw? Did you love the color pink? Did you love to watch a certain kind of movie? What did you love when you were a kid that maybe you were even shamed out of? Personally, 
Um, I was really into musicals, right? <laughs> when I was a kid, elementary school, middle school, and up until like sixth grade, I was like so, so obsessed with musicals. Um, and then I learned, you know, at school that everybody thought I was a geek for liking those things. And I shut it down and I rejected that side of myself for such a long time. It wasn't until really I met my husband when I could admit my love for musicals. And you know what? That's a part of me that has always been there. So in the process of learning my, of knowing myself again, spending time with those things that I loved, enjoying it, really allowing myself to feel that joy again, really helped me to come back to myself Now I can share those opinions, those joys with others, and not only am I a more fuller version of myself, but it allows me to form deeper relationships because other people will be able to see, appreciate, and know the real me. The sharing of opinions and ideas is the foundation and so much of the juiciness of all of our relationships. That's why it's so important when you're trying to make new friends or uh, dating someone new, you find those levels of common ground, those things you like to do together, those similar interests that you have. Those are really important for fostering good relationships and being able to spend time with each other in a way that is uh, positive and allows you to bond. Understanding that you have ultimate, complete, personal inner freedom to expand your mind to think honestly and wholly for yourself you have the complete capacity and you can so that is the first part of empowerment i believe it's the i can i can you know logically rationally i can do that thing i can learn how to sew my own clothes. That's something I'm personally working on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Another thing I'm working on is I can learn how to garden and grow my own food. I can. I can teach a classroom of... (laughs) LOL. Sorry, I just snorted when I laughed. It's just crazy to think about for me Um, that I can. I'm incredibly capable. I can teach dance, English, math, social studies. I can. I can teach singing. I can teach acting. I can. Logically, rationally, I can. That's the first step. Whatever you want, whatever you dream in your private, free mind, Whatever you dream, rationally, logically, you can. What is that thing for you? The second part of becoming empowered, empowered to take the leading role of your own life, empowered to expect the best for yourself and from yourself is I will. These two components together, I can, rationally, logically, 
I can make a plan and execute it and do the thing. Rationally, I can. But the second part is the definitive, I will. I can and I am deciding that I will. The process of personal empowerment, I believe, starts with the embrace of the I can and then the explosion of the I will. Yes, I can teach sophomore English. No, I can teach English no matter what grade it is. And you know what? I will. I will pass my last test. I will get my first teaching job and I will have my own classroom of students that I get to see every day and get to know and feel like I belong because I'm not in a different place every day. I have a background in theater arts, right? You know that. You know that. And I've danced all my life, but I wouldn't consider myself a dancer. Much more in that good mover category. (laughs) If you know, you know. And um, (laughs) so I never thought I was a good enough dancer to teach a dance class. Then one day I signed up for a PE substitute teaching job. That's all it said was PE. So I thought I was up there for PE. I show up, turns out it's a dance class and it's their PE credit, but it's a dance class, like a traditional beginning jazz dance class. And I could actually read all the instructions that the teacher left me that were like, um, you know, certain dance steps and things. One, I could actually read it and I executed it. I was a great dance teacher and I had no idea I would be. And I was put into a situation I never really would have put myself in anyway. But I knew that I could. I can. I know I know I can dance. My body, my I'm very blessed. I'm very fortunate. I'm very privileged that I have an able body and I have four limbs that work. And not everybody has that. And I am so, I am so grateful. And I know that that is a pr- place of privilege as well to be able to have the dance experience I have in my back pocket I can dance now I I'm supposed to teach all these kids how to dance and I've never taught a dance class for serious before all right I will I will and I did and it was wonderful and I learned that I am so much more capable than I even gave myself credit for the can part was already there But the will to, the drive to, the willingness, right, to jump off that ledge, to take a leap of faith, and to just try, just to go for it. One of the ways that we like to talk about this part of the empowerment phase um, is meeting new people. A lot of times, especially now after COVID, we all really struggle with this, I think, um, in some kind of capacity, unless you are, you know, the world's most excellent extrovert. Sitting at a bar or, I don't know, a meetup or a convention, wherever you might be, deciding to get up out of your seat and go introduce yourself to that person across the room, that's the moment. That's the will moment. Of course, rationally, you have two feet that could lift you up out of your chair. You have 
two hands you could use to offer a handshake. You have a voice that could say, hello, my name is. Rationally, you can, but it's that ignition, the decision, yes, I can, and I will. That's why I'm here, right? Today. Oy, oy, oy. I've been having trouble with this will part. You know, there's been some inconsistencies in my life and my process and my product, even my content. Uh, just gaps of time where I really felt like I, like I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the will. I didn't have the gumption because I felt alone. I didn't think that anybody was listening. And then this past week, I ran into someone who I, you know, I really admire. I just, I just wish so much good for her, okay? And she remembered my podcast, and I was blown away. She even said, oh, yeah, like, I listened to a f- couple of your episodes, like, multiple, like, more than one. <laughs> and I was like, really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, somebody is listening. At least one person is listening. And, you know, that's really, really great to know. And that's why I'm here today, honestly, for her. You gave me my f- spark. You are my spark. I gotta get back on this horse because you care and I care for you. And so I'm just really grateful. And I learned, or I learned how to put it into words, I suppose. Your community, your people, your support system. That's what goes great with the I will, okay? So when we're talking about I can, acknowledging our personal freedom, like our inner divine freedom, helps you understand the rationale of yes, you can. When we look at the yes, I will, deciding what path you're going to go down, what opportunities you're going to pursue, what you're going to spend your time on, where you're going to invest your money, yourself, your time, your resources, all of that, I understand it is absolutely exhausting to do by yourself. And even if you are a really self-motivated person, sometimes we get tired We get tired and we can get discouraged. So surrounding yourself with people as much as you can who spark that joy in you, who who help you with your endurance. There's almost nothing that cannot be improved by a friend. So knowing where your support system is and acknowledging that it is absolutely okay, if even essential, to include them, to be a part of your will, is a beautiful thing. Maybe if you want to start go playing pickleball. (laughs) That's something that my dad loves to do, and I love to go play pickleball with my dad. If you were someone who wanted to go play pickleball more, and you had a friend, you could find yourself a friend to, you know, be your pickleball buddy and go out, you know, every week at a certain time, hold each other accountable, but also be there for each other's joy, the acknowledgement of each other's existence, that can be enough. I can do it, and I'm making the decision that I will, and I know that I can find someone, even one person, who will understand, maybe someone who will go with you, 
someone who will witness your life with you. That's what relationships are, right? I heard, I don't remember where I heard that the other day, but every relationship is important because our lives are short. Everyone is forgotten someday. But being in relationship with someone else is an acknowledgement of, hey, I will witness your life. The things that you do are significant and they matter and I will be here for it. We all turn to dust, right? But what really matters at the end of the day is our relationship to each other, to remember each other, and to empower each other. Full circle, right? (laughs) So that's what I would say when we're looking at the I will. Yes, it comes from a deep, deep place in your heart where you decide It is your decision. But if you need help maintaining that decision or even making that decision in the first place, maybe you've got two options that you really like and you would love someone's two cents, your community, your support system will help you with your will. (laughs) And on a personal note, I would love to connect with you all more. Um... Like I said, even just one person saying that they listen to the podcast <laughs> set a fire under my butt, and now we're premiering, right? And I told myself I was going to just record this fast and quick and not edit it. That's not going to be true. <laughs> I'm totally going to do that and go all the way with it. I don't care if I have to stay up all night. It's worth it. It's worth it to talk to you and help you get through whatever you're going through. Um, so that is empowerment, right? I can and I will. Acknowledging what you have inside of you, what you can do. You are so immensely capable and now you get to decide. What will you do? Uh, One thing I want to tell you uh, about the princessship pathway in general is it is absolutely okay to go in between the points, right? Uh, Empower, equip, inspire, right? You can jump back and forth. Obviously, I have. (laughs) Um, And I think that before I would have, like, mm, like around like week 10, right? I really thought that I was in the inspire stage for podcasting, right? For this area of my life, my podcast, I thought I was in the inspire stage. You know, in the last couple of weeks, I have relearned that I am actually currently back in the empowerment stage. So it is absolutely, especially if you neglect one side of yourself for a while, um, to go back to a previous stage. That is absolutely okay. And, you know, drifting between the three levels is absolutely okay as well. I believe I'm, I'm still in the mix of the empower, equip stage, learning you know, humbling myself a little bit that I need to practice and I need to learn more about how to be a good podcaster and how to develop the community that I long for us to have where we can all collaborate and show up for each other and be friends, right? And then make an impact in our community. Also, you can be at different points on the princessship pathway in different areas of your life. So right now in my podcasting, I definitely feel like I'm in the in empower stage. At least this week, I'm in the empower stage. 
And that could change week to week, you know? That's absolutely okay. In other areas of my life, like, say, my relationship with my parents, we're definitely on, like, the inspire stage. We have gotten through so much, and we have learned so much about each other and about ourselves, and we have had incredibly hard times, really difficult challenges, but I feel like we have come out stronger on the other side as now we are just together just because we want to be together and I'm really proud of that. My relationship with my parents is not something that they nor I just naturally fell into. It's not something that happened just like on a whim. We worked very hard on our relationships and I'm really proud of where that has got us. So now um, I do believe like my relationship with my parents is in that inspire stage and we just, you know, keep connecting and find finding things to do together and times to see each other and all of that good stuff. So that's just an example. Even in my teaching, I would say I've been in the equip stage and kind of the empower stage for a while, right? And as I'm transitioning into getting my own classroom, I mean, that's going to be a whole nother adventure. And first day of school with my own classroom, I'm going to be in the empower phase. <laughs> that is the first day that I will say I will. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, I'm going to continue to learn about being a good teacher and being in that equip stage. How do I serve my students? How do I protect my students? Um, you know, I believe as a teacher, my number one priority is their safety. So how how can I do that in the most effective way? And how can I nurture their learning in the safest and most respectful and useful way, right? Anyway, anyway, all I'm saying is whatever different parts of your life, you could be on different phases of the princessship pathway. Your whole life can't be uh, pointed down to one thing. You are so much more than just one thing. So that being said, in different areas of your life, you can be on a different phase in this path. Um, for those of you who are going, uh, who are keeping along with the princessship pathway, I would really recommend choosing one area of your life to focus on uh, for the remainder of this very free, uh, can I call it a course? It's not a course. It's a pathway. <laughs> I don't know. But over the course, as you walk the princessship pathway... <laughs> I would really encourage you to pick one area of your life to focus on, hone in on, and engage with throughout this process. So next week, I have a lovely, lovely guest. Her name is Hannah Stein, and she is a blogger, a Californian turned New Yorker. She is a, oh, she is a corporate whiz. She is such a beam of light and she has accomplished so, so much. And she's gone through so many changes and developments um, in her life. And she has said, I can and I will. So, so many times <laughs> it just changes her life in these fantastic incredible ways and I just can't wait for you guys to hear that interview with her so 
this week we talked all about the empowerment phase. We're going to have a couple of um, empowerment journal prompts ready for you up on the Insta at Princess Project Podcast. And next week, talking to Hannah Stein, we're going to really delve into what empowerment looks like in real time, right? In real life. So we've gone through the concepts. We've gone through the personal shadow work or inner work that you can do and the details of the empowerment phase, right? So next week, Hannah is going to give us some real-time examples, some real-time coaching from me and her to uncover even more about what empowerment truly means and how you can find empowerment for your life. Take the leading role in your own story. My love, I cannot wait to see you next week. I cannot wait to be here with you. And after so long of of not feeling worthy enough to speak to you, I now finally getting myself to just sit in my closet, sit in my closet and record. It's a really big, beautiful and nearly overwhelming feeling. I feel like I could just start crying. Um, my love, thank you so much for being here. I hope that this helped. You can and you will. You will. So what can you do and what will you do? Go over to our Instagram or our TikTok at Princess Project Podcast and let me know what are you empowered to do? I cannot tell you how grateful I am for you. If this was your first time listening, thank you so very much for being here. And if you are a returning listener, I love you so much. I can't wait to see you next week. And until then, go out there and live your royal life. Toodaloo!